Sound the alarms. Get your fire engines ready because the Brock is officially hot. And yes, we're talking about 49ers quarterback number one, Brock Purdy. We're going to talk about that right here. And I got a special guest, the none greater, the one and only Mr. Travis King will be in the building. We're going to break it down right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Breezy this. You know, like I know, we got to start the show with one of these. Mm, 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 mm. And when you hear the foghorn, that means touchdown. All right? Touchdown, because that's what we got to witness on national TV a couple of days ago when the 49ers took care of business and defeated or defend, or whatever it is you want to say, fins down, as my man Nick Bosa would say, those Miami Dolphins. I hate to say it, but I was trying to tell everybody not to worry about the game. I just felt like when you got the best defense going against a top offense, 9.9 times out of 10, the defense finds a way to prevail, and that's exactly what they did. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I'm back. The computer done did some things, so I'm hoping everything sounds good. I'm hoping you guys can hear me clearly. I'm hoping you guys can hear the foghorn. Put the thumbs up if you hear the foghorn one time. I'm hoping everything is working. We got a special guest. Travis King's going to be here, uh, recording artist Travis King and 49er fan, and so I can't wait to sit there and, and you know, talk some 49er talk with him he's gonna tell us a little bit of how he got into the music industry and all that good stuff so he'll be here very shortly man uh so we're gonna have a great time i see everybody in the building my man t jack night game podcast thank y'all for the thumbs up i appreciate the interaction out there i gotta do a quick shout out to all the subscribers to the channel we gotta start it off how we normally start it off jackie subscriber in the building what's going on good morning wb and the niner family great win i know i didn't get a chance to talk to y'all listen when i'm traveling it's hard for me to do content. I got to rely on the sucky service. Y'all saw the Sizzling Sunday show. I couldn't even hear me. That job was crazy. So we're going to get it. We're going to get it right. I promise. Shout out to Moose, the Nitty Gritty fam. Shout out to my man, Matthew B. He was on there. He held it down. Sizzling Sunday was popping. Trying to get him back on this week uh, when we, we, you know, we take on those Buccaneers. Uh, but shout out to Boats. Boats is in the building saying, let's go. I see you, uh, Melissa. Shout out to Christy. Marie's in the building. Coach Cruz, I didn't get a chance to meet you, but thank you for the gift. I hope I see you in Seattle for sure. Miss Debbie's in the building. Miss Debbie, I'm hoping you're feeling slightly better. Just slightly. I know you're not feeling too well you're, uh, under the sun, but I'm, I'm hoping you're feeling slightly better. But everybody, Christy said, 
1687 is in the building. Now, shout out, shout out to all the subscribers out there, guys. If you're not subscribed to the channel, go ahead and do so, man. Terra Dome's in the building. Oh, we're gonna talk to Ish today, baby. It's it's been a minute. The Ish has been building up. Tanya, what's good? I didn't get a chance to meet you and the family, uh, because uh, you know some technical difficulties with the airplane travel, but it is what it is. Grizz is in the building. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you guys, man. Listen, if you want to become a member of the channel, go ahead and subscribe. You can go ahead and just click join and it has all the good stuff down there. Uh, like Miss Debbie says, hit that like button while you're in here. Do so. And don't forget to vote. We got the poll question going on right now, currently on what the 49ers are looking to do. And we're going to start the show off with a super chat contribution. <laughs> Anytime you give a Super Chat contribution, you get the foghorn. Shout out to Jacqueline Knox, the one and only Miss Jacqueline Knox. She says, because you are the best to do it. I'm not the best, man. I'm just, you know, I just try to I just try to make things, you know, the best out of the things that I'm doing. My man Most, <laughs> it was going there. Look, there's nothing I could do. I fly early, it delays. And I can't control the weather, and I can't control the airplane. I will say I flew American Airlines to there, to San Jose, but coming back was Delta, and it was smooth sailing. So, Delta, you have won the business of Wayne Breezy. I can tell you that right now. Now, we got a special guest who's going to be here very shortly. Real quick, make sure you check out Breezy This, Breezy That. It's available on all musical platforms. Shout out to Lake City Fresh. All right, do that. If you're here, you're watching the channel, and it's your first time, hit that subscribe button. If it's not your first time, make sure you hit the like button. And then after the show, go ahead and leave a comment in the comment section, all right? And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts. It's on Google Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's Stitcher. It's wherever you guys listen to your podcast, all right? Don't forget to join the Patreon, patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy. And we would be nowhere or nothing without our sponsor of the Wayne Breezy Show. Shout out to Residency. You go to www.residency.com. You can get one of these cool joints. I know people trying to get hats. They're currently on their way of being out of stock. So make sure you go there right now. Use the promo code SFBreezy and save on your purchase. All right. Make sure you guys go ahead and do that. Look, I see my man in the background. I got to bring him out. So we're going to bring him out, and we're going to talk 49ers. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? All right, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Let me see if I can get my jazzy fizzle voice. Ladies and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. It's the exclusive Dwayne Brizzo with my man T. Kizzle all the way from the West Coast Bizzle. You feel me? For shizzle dizzle. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise and get them hands going for my man Travis King. What's going on, baby? Yo, what's up, man? I'm mad energetic at 11 o'clock in the morning, right? You're probably like, God dang, this dude's energy is on some level. What's going on, baby? What's up, Wayne? I'm having doing... some, a uh, little bit of issues over there. I can't even see you. You can't see me? I can't be nah. seen? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Maybe you got a... Right. Guys, can y'all see me out there? I'm looking at the stream. I'm looking at the stream. I see you on the stream. You look good. You know what I'm saying? Got the sun brightly shining in the background. Maybe just refresh the browser. And that might work. You want to go off, come back on, refresh the browser? We'll try that. All right. So as, as my man T. Kizzle gets his joint going, he's going to go out and refresh the browser and all that good stuff. And once he comes back on, we're going to go ahead and uh, get him back on here. Uh, everybody out there says they can see us both. He wants to be able to see as well. You know, it's kind of hard when you're doing a presentation and you can't see who you're supposed to be looking at. You know, you, you know. Uh, but guys, man, we're going to have a great show. 
uh, Travis and I have been planning this for a while. Shout out to Miss Debbie uh, for putting this together. And we've been planning this for a long time. And I've been trying to figure out how to get this uh, important fella on this particular uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, he is on the he's on the iPad, I believe. He might be on his phone, but I thought he told me he was going to be using his iPad mode. So um, he'll be back. I promise. All right. So, you know what? While he's waiting, let's talk about some of the, the latest in 49ers news. And I'm sure we want to get his take on some of these things, but we got to start with the injuries, man. And it's just like, you know, it's so it's so weird how the 49ers can escape injuries for several weeks and then they pile up. And then it's the it's, it's the players that get injured, too. It's just like, oh, man, not this guy. Now I'm going to keep it a book. I I missed. So I missed two. I missed a series of plays at this game, right? So me and my man Clayton, shout out to our producer Clayton behind the scenes. You know, we were running around. I had to I had to get Miss Debbie her pins. I'm I'm gonna call it like it is. I, I got to the stadium, uh, you know, and I, I had to go find the store. They were they were sold out at a couple of stores and then had to run around. So we were getting Miss Debbie her game day pins, and so I missed the touchdown. I missed that 75-yard touchdown. I will talk about that. So I didn't miss that. And then I missed the Jimmy Garoppolo injury. So I didn't get a chance to see it like in living color. I might have saw the Jimmy and then just not knew what was going on. I can't remember because I was trying to get to my seat. But, um, man, we got to talk about some of these injuries. I do want to re reiterate that the 49ers destroyed the Dolphins 33 to 17. Here was the Madden score. <laughs> the Dolphins won 37 to 30. A lot of you kept saying, Breezy, don't trip. It's just Madden. It's a video game. Yep, let's see what happens this week when Brock Purdy is going to be the quarterback, the starting quarterback of Madden. Let's talk about these injuries, though. Jimmy Garoppolo has is going to be out for the remainder of the season with a foot injury. We have to discuss it. Now, there's reports saying that it's not a Liz Frank injury, which is great. What's going on, Steve? It's not a Liz Frank injury, which is amazing. Hold on, let me check my cell phone because he might be texting me. Nope. And that's good, right? That's good. So that means he will, you know, he'll be able to come back, you know, quicker uh, than normal. Um, but, and Jimmy Garoppolo injured. I, I will, I, you know, I'm not going to dwell upon his injury uh, status, right? I'm not going to dwell upon his injury history as well. I will say this about Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm going to leave it here. And I hear you, Bomber T. If it's not Liz Frank, there's a possibility, right? Just like this. And we're going to talk about that, okay? I'm going to say this about Jimmy Garoppolo. I understand that my situation, my theory was, you know, you move on from Jimmy and you're all in on, on the young guy named Trey Lance, right? That's, that's what you typically normally do. And that's what Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch decided to do. So it's not like I made that up. That's exactly what happened. Jimmy Garoppolo came back to this team. And the moment he came back to this team and you could check my receipts, I said, Jimmy Garoppolo gives the 49ers the best quarterback room in the league he decided he was going to be the backup I didn't say that Jimmy was going to be the backup Jimmy signed to be the backup quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers uh with contract that was going to pay him uh you know what I'm saying and incentives as well as his base right that's this is what he did Trey Lance goes down with an injury Jimmy Garoppolo is back to being the starting quarterback and I immediately started my support for Jimmy Garoppolo why he's the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers and that's exactly why I did it. Give me the thumbs up when you're ready. I'm going to bring you in. All right. And so, all right, he's ready. All right, guys. So we're talking about Jimmy. Can you hear me? Can you see me? Still nothing? Mm -mm. I don't know. All right. Mo's 
is saying, ask, were you on your phone? So make sure on your phone. Mm, it's weird. Super weird. You got to get this figured out. Because it works on my phone. Like, God, I'm on the phone. It, it works. I see you guys asking questions out there. Guys, remember, if you do something in pros of the question, we'll do a Q&A for the end of the show. So I'll star those as well. You can hear me, but you can't see, right? Yeah, I can hear you, but I can't see you. Did you allow StreamYard to ha have access to your camera? Because I, we all see you. Like you're Yeah, I don't even sweat it, bro. You can hear me. We're gonna make this show going. You look good. I'm telling you right now. You, you Gucci. Like I'm looking dead at you, not just here on StreamYard, but actually on the feed. I actually like it when you turn your uh, your phone the other way too, because it gives you that full view. So we talk about Jimmy Garoppolo and his injury. And I said that I'm not going to sit here and beat him down with his injury status, but it comes down to this. I started giving Jimmy Garoppolo his props for being a starting quarterback. And a lot of people feel like that I was being wrong and being this or whatever. And I don't really care what people think, but here's the thing. You got to give credit to where credit is due. And if you're not that type of a person, then, then you need to go check yourself in the mirror. You got to give credit to where credit is due. We don't got to agree. We don't always got to agree. We could disagree. We could have healthy discourse. But the guy started to play really well for the San Francisco 49ers. And all I watched was progression. And it all came to an end on one play. And it wasn't a dirty play. It was Jimmy trying to make a play. And unfortunately, he was trying to get out. And next thing you know, Jalen Phillips' uh, knee is on the ankle. And it bends a couple of ways. Jimmy Garoppolo is the ultimate warrior. And y'all won't give him credit. I titled the show Ultimate Warrior a few episodes back for the main reason that we watched Jimmy play hurt, beat up, bruised, battered, shattered manipulated, you name it. We watched him. And unfortunately, he was going to try to probably even finish off this game. And then he couldn't walk on it. He gets carted off to the field. Now Jimmy Garoppolo is no longer the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers because of the injury. Am I feeling, like, sentimental about it? Absolutely. I hate when players get injured. I do understand that it's part of the game, and it's probably something that I'm not going to sit here and dwell upon. Dang, Jimmy always stayed injured. I mean, he, that's that's what his injury history says. But let's just give credit where credit is due. Jimmy balled out for this team. Now we got to figure out ways to move forward. 49ers are the hottest team in the NFL, in my opinion. Hottest team in the NFL. It just happens to be my team. Why do I say that they're the hottest team? Because they got the number one defense in the league. And I think the number one defense in the league can trump any team. Now, when the 49ers played the Chiefs, and I know there's going to be some Chiefs fans in here, when the 49ers played the Chiefs, listen, the 49ers defense wasn't fully back then. 49ers defense is back intact and ready to go. We'll talk about that later on this week. But Jimmy Garoppolo's out for the season. Here's some that that kind of like messed me up. Hassan Ridgeway, I remember him coming, leaving the game. He ends up with a torn pectoral. They're saying six to eight weeks. I, I don't think he's going to play again. I, I really don't. Not, not this year. I mean, just from the history of torn pecs from our team, just, just from that, guys don't usually play. Torn pecs, they're usually out. All right, so if you don't know what a torn pec is, it's a tear in the muscle and in, in the breastplate, like, right, in the, in the breast, right? It's torn pec. So he's not going to play. I do expect Ty McGill to be called back up, 
and Ty McGill to fill in that slot. So we're going to try this one more again. Can you see me now? Hopefully he can see me. If not, we're just going to rock out with the with, with them hearing and things like that. But yes, man, so uh, Troy says five wins in a row. Uh, Tavarius Moore, give me, he still can't see. All right, I tell you what, let's just bring you in. If you can hear, it's all good. We see you. You're good to me. Who? Can you hear me? <laughs> I didn't say that. Mo said that. I didn't say that. You hear nothing. Now you can't hear. So go to the stream yard and select um, for audio. Make sure you select wherever your audio is coming out of. So if it's your phone, is if your ear pods, make sure you select that. And then for you to do the same for camera. You see the settings down there? We're going to get this right, guys. It's, this is We're going to get it right. Sometimes there's technical difficulties and sometimes there isn't. But we hey, gonna... Wayne, I'm actually going to take a drive down the street and see. Uh, I'm at work right now, and maybe okay. just the connection's bad. Okay. Try driving down the street, buddy. All right. So he's going to try to drive down the street, and we're going to see if we can go ahead and, and, and fix that, uh, the connection issues and things like that. But don't worry. He's here. He just can't see us. He can't see me. All right. Uh, Tavares Moore has a knee issue, uh, knee injury, excuse me. He was going to miss a few weeks. And here's the one that I got starred and circled because I just, man, he played so damn well. I don't ever want to see this particular person get injured. But Nick Bosa is day-to-day, uh, -day, you know what I'm saying, with an irritated hamstring. Now, is it me or are we starting to see the word irritated and are the 49ers going to start a new trend in the NFL when it comes to injuries? Because now you're starting to see this word irritated. I have not seen the word irritated until the San Francisco 49ers started using it. We have an irritated hammy, an irritated ankle, irritated butt cheek, irritated pec. Just the word irritated. So, so what does that mean? Does that mean inflamed? Does that mean it's just uh, sore? Uh, like, what does irritated mean? Like, that, that's, the, that's the real question. Anyway, Nick Bosa is considered, uh, I would say, day-to-day. -day. They're going to monitor it this week. Uh, and so now, we gotta, now we're going to have to play the game. Uh, I think Trent Williams had, like, an irritated back. Like, I don't know. The word irritated is starting to mother-freaking irritate me. <laughs> Tommy Nello says, bothered. Right. I just, just say it's stored. I mean, a sore. Just say it's, just say it's kind of, it's, you know, a sword, you know? Because I remember strain against sprain, and there's a difference because strain is like a soreness, whereas sprain is more of an injury. I don't know. The word irritated is starting to irritate me. Melissa says, bite your tongue, Breezy. Don't put the juju. What juju am I putting out? I don't know what juju I put out. All I said is, what does the word irritated mean? That's all I'm asking. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out what it means. Uh, I mean, says it means hurt. Does it? I don't know. I don't know if it means hurt. Moe's, I'm not posting that one. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much related we are. You ain't going to keep coming at me with that. It ain't my fault. But I, you know what, Moe's, I, was, I wasn't mad, though. <clears throat> I was irritated, but I wasn't mad. Definitely not. You know what I'm putting up anyway. Irritated, the feeling Breezy gets when his flight is delayed. Right. I no longer get mad. I get irritated. Good one. Good one. I like that. I like that, actually. Shout out to my man, Moe's. All right. So, look, that's the injury report. Um, we'll keep an eye on what's going to go out this week with the practice and things like that. Um, who's going to practice? I expect Debo not to practice much. Maybe not much. I 
I want the offensive line out there. I want like I want Trent Williams out there because we got Brock Purdy now, and I want to see. I want to make sure that they're all in sync. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got a question for you. Spencer Burford was a, a scratch. Daniel Brunskill played like the best game probably of his career on Sunday. Have we seen the end of Spencer Burford for this season? <laughs> no, I, I get mad. That's that's when I get angry. So you got it. You got it wrong, Kali. I'm not irritated. I get angry. Shout out to Mike. Can't wait to see him tonight, yo. Um, I, I'm I'm curious to know now. Spencer Burford did have uh, the injury. You know what I'm saying? And so that could it could have been something simple as that. You know, but there do you look, uh JC Montana says Brunskill is greater than Burford. I love Spencer Burford. I think he's one of the best 49er draft picks that they've drafted. As a matter of fact, when they draft the offensive lineman and he starts week one, that lets you know that he's probably one of the best. It's not like they they started him just because you know, injury, injury, injury. I tell you what, when the guys came back, he was still the starter. So I actually love. Uh, Spencer Burford. I'm just curious to know do the 49ers are like you know it's just five weeks man five games left five games left will the 49ers just say you know what let's kick the joints on uh, uh you know let's let Spencer Burford you know kind of like fully heal we got Brunskill you know and just let's, let's let it go you know what I'm saying let it let it let it go uh we'll see you know we'll, we'll see what happens uh things like that uh and so let's go ahead and get this uh get this off my screen right now. Ooh, Cowboy Angel. Burford hasn't allowed a sack all season. Really? We sure? That's a good you, somebody pull up the stats. I I don't I don't have them in front of me. This is not a stat show for me, so I actually don't have the stats. I know I know Banks hasn't allowed a snap. I mean a sack. Uh the sacks, so the sacks have come on off the tackles. That could be right. You could be right. You could be right. Um, yeah. Uh, Tara Dome says they were subbing Brunskill in for Burford previously as well. Right. See you see where I'm going with this? See where I'm going with this? Like that that's where I'm going with this. They were, you know, and remember, Brunskill started the season off injured, uh, but they also had him prepping for center. Yeah, I don't know. Um did Banks give up a sack against Miami? Oh, there it is. So every player on the offensive line has given up an, an official sack. This is cool. I'm hoping he can see me right now. I'm, I'm really hoping Travis can see me. I see him checking in. I'm hoping he's not shaking his He's shaking his head. No. All right. So if you can hear me, I want you to go to your settings on your phone. Not on your phone, but in StreamYard. Allow it to use the camera. And then scroll up or down. Maybe that's, I don't know. Wish I can get in on my phone. I probably can. Somebody on their phone. Mose, you got your phone with you. Log in on your phone so you can walk Travis step by step on what it is you do. Got what it is you do to get on your phone. Got to get him on the show. Um, but yeah, it's just a quick question because I'm just curious to see how Spencer Burford's going to come out. He, uh, for, you know, Kyle Shanahan does inactivate guys and then makes him active again. But Daniel Brunskill had a really, really good game last week, so I'm curious to know how that's going to Nepal over, uh, you know, pan over. Now, Hurricane says the offensive line was horrible on Sunday. I don't, I don't, I didn't get horrible. They gave up four sacks. 
for 36 yards. Some of those sacks were on the quarterbacks too. Um, but I don't get horrible. And it's it's also, again, it's a numbers game, right? Um, he left, of course, as you were coming in. But for some reason, you can see me, right? I can see you. I can hear you. You're good. For some reason, his phone won't allow him to see. So I'm thinking it's a setting. So I'm trying to get him to come back in so you can just kind of tell him what the settings are because I'm kind of talking to the people. And so if, he's on, if he's on his phone, uh, we got to check to see what browser he's using. I know StreamYard on mobile doesn't work with like Chrome or anything else. He would have to use Safari. Oh, okay. So let me tell him that. Um, yeah. Uh, make sure. What's going on, Mose? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm just preparing for some other stuff. I'm sitting here in the living room with the little girls. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Look, the baby trying to come say hi. Let me see if she waved to y'all. You say hi to Uncle Breezy. Hi. Yeah, she's smiling now. <laughs> there it is. There it is, man. That just made my day. Right. That just he's like, all right, you got to go. No, all right, but I'm gonna get off of here. She all right, bro. The show, bro. Appreciate you, man. No problem. Hi. Oh, hi. Lord. oh Lord. He's driving home. Okay. All right. Oh, off the line. Hurricane says they were horrible. I didn't get horrible. Mose, you still here? You got horrible from the offensive line? I don't think he can hear me. I didn't get horrible. I, I think they could be better, but I also think it comes with the changing of the quarterback and, you know, Brock trying to extend the play and him getting out there trying to do this and trying to do that. I don't know. I think they would continually, gradually get better. I, I didn't think that they were they were super bad, but um, it is what it is. Uh, and, and, and here, there, boom. So Steve saw what I saw. And Brock kind of ran into at least two of the three sacks. And it was just from his rollout. It's from his ability. You know, he has the speed to roll out. But then he rolled back in. It's like, dude, if you're going to roll out, like Ludacris, roll out. Do, 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 do. Keep going to the out. You know, there was a play, I think. Um, was it Mike McGlinchey, a legal man downfield? And I was trying to explain that. I think it was, was I talking to you, PG? I was like, hey, look. Them linemen don't know when that ball coming out. They they count one Mississippi, two Mississippi. They get to five, and they they taking off. And so the quarterbacks got to get the ball out of their hands. Sometimes you're going to get that call on your offensive lineman. It just it just so happens to have happened at the worst the worst time for the 49ers. It just so happens to happen at the worst time for the 49ers. So uh, guys, don't be alarmed. Travis is still we're still getting. He's going to go home. He's going to get on the PC. He's like, bump the phones. I'm going to get on my PC, and we're going to get this popping correctly. All right? So let's talk about some of the accolades that we got from this game. And you know what? Let's do another Q&A real quick. I tell you what. Let's start with Robbie Gold. All right? Robbie Gold, can we start giving this man his flowers? Please. Please. Because y'all... Where Mike at? Somebody call Mike, tell Mike to get on the show. Remember, Rob, Mike was just like, no on Robbie Gold. He's just big no. It's my brother. I could talk about him. He's just a big no on Gold. Uh, you know, and, and I want to talk about Robbie Gold, man. Robbie Gold is now uh, number 10 all time. He moved up past what the the, kick, the kicker from the Raiders, uh, Jabowski, Sebastian, can't remember, Jan, Janowski, can't remember his last name, whatever. I just know he used to just kick. 
Uh, so Robbie Gold is up there. Um, and, he, and, and and let's talk about what he did in this game, right? Two field goals, three field goals, two field goals, three extra points. I don't know, but he was on point. He was on point. Robbie Gold's foot, that, Christy, that's it. Mr. Golden Clark. Now, you don't want him taking, like, oh, I like that Mr. Golden Foot. Christy, that's a T-shirt. That's a T-shirt. Janowski. I said something. What did I say? Jabowski? Janowski? I, I, something came out. I got pause. I, I was I was on it. Uh, Ty says gold has been clutch this season. Can't deny it. He missed a, he missed like a fifty something plus yarder. Oh, the worst kick ever. Was this? Did this? Wait, guys. I'll be getting mad in in uh, real life confused. But I could have swore we attempted like this long ass field goal one game, and I couldn't figure out why we didn't punt it. I don't know if that was Madden or if that was the real game, but I felt like it was the real game, and I know y'all remember if it was real or not. Um, <laughs> you said it. You said it right there. Mike said, hey, Mike didn't like – and it was because he's getting older. He doesn't have the long leg. He's been kicking some – he's like – he's good. Robbie Gold's good. Robbie Gold is good. Janikowski. That's how you say his name. Janikowski. What did I say? Janowski? Jan Okowski. Look, guys, I don't ask me if I care. Jan Okowski. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, Robbie Gold is moving on up on uh, in the record charts. Now, listen, the best kicker of all time, it's probably going to be, you know, Tucker and then maybe Anderson. But you got to start including gold. And in here's the thing that I'm learning when the 49ers get kickers that they really, really like. They find a way to keep them. They'll pay them. Uh, I know Robbie Gold. Remember, Robbie Gold has some injuries. Uh, but I could tell you right now, Robbie Gold has been clutch. And, I, you know, if y'all didn't start liking Robbie Gold when he kicked that game winning, like, you know, field gold from the New Orleans Saints game, then I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what other type of kicker you guys want uh, on this particular team. You know what I'm saying? Because he's don't you mention this guy's name again? <laughs> Y'all ain't right. Ooh, I'm. I think I'm gonna go with gold. I think I'm gonna go with gold. I think I'm gonna go with gold. I think I like. I love Phil Dawson. Oh, we got some. So now, see, this is what I like. I love the discourse. Right? Great tone. Seven six five says Adam Vinatieri was the best kicker. Gauskowski was good. Vinatieri was good. There's nobody better than Justin Tucker, right? Right? Am I? And I, look, that, and that's how you. Thank you, Gerard. This is what I'm saying. Like, and I'm not. I'm not saying it's because you agree with me, but come on, we've watched kickers. We've been around for some decades. We've watched kickers, but Justin is always coming through. Always coming through. I'm with you, Perk. Dawson was nice. Um, Dawson was. Uh, Dawson was nice. Dawson was nice. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I just feel like, and then he's still doing it, Tommy Nello. <laughs> they needed Ray Finkel uh, in that particular game, man. Uh, but no, it's, it's so here's the thing. This is why I brought up the gold because A, I want to celebrate him. That's number one. B, uh, this is a great person to have. You feel me? Because look at our situation. And sometimes the game's going to come down to three points. Oh my gosh, Shawnee. Can you slap me and call me Susan? I forgot about David Akers. I totally forgot about David Akers. My bad. Um, 
if you guys didn't watch and live in color, you would never understand that reference of what I just said, but it's all good. I remember Grammatica, but I like gold and I'm glad that gold is still in the red and gold. And I know a lot of us wanted him to go to Chicago, get out of here, do these things, but it's a good thing that we have them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, that's going to, that's going to come down clutch for the 49ers come down as December football continues. I'm going I'm going to leave it at that. Do I want to win games by 40 points for sure? There's probably going to be a couple of games that you're going to win just by uh 3 points or 1 point or 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 whatever. Uh the next accolade I wanted to talk about, man. It's so good to see you guys. You know, when I don't do shows, I miss you. I just wanted to put that out there. So I just got to give everybody out here in this chat all 170 of you guys a round of applause. And if you all didn't hit that like button, I'm taking my round of applause back. I will reverse this shit right here on the show. I will reverse it. I will have no problems reversing it. You know I'm petty? I will do that. But no, I love you. I appreciate you guys. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Nick Bosa, right? Because Nick Bosa... <laughs> I'm going to ask the question, and please don't yell at me. But I'm going to ask the question. Please don't yell at me. Please. I, I beg it thee. Because I don't, I don't mean any harm. I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you three players. You guys are going to have to name which player... Which player means means or meant the most to the 49ers from the draft. Okay, here we go. Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, or Nick Bosa. And I don't ask me why. I, I, this is not a comparison. I, you can't compare him anyway. One play quarterback, one play wide receiver, one's a defensive end. I want to know which one of those three guys. has more of a, I don't want to say means the most. Okay, it doesn't matter what the hell I'm saying. This is, I just want to see y'all comments, all right? Did you say Ricky Ward? Where the hell did he come from? No! We're going to start with Rob D. He says Jerry Rice, Teradome, Joe Montana, Kenny, Montana, Dion, Montana, Mike, Rice, Ronnie, Jerry, Scott, Montana, Rice. Wait, wait, wait. You can't just say, come on, man. Now, Rice won a lot, right? But could the 49ers have won those Super Bowls, perhaps throwing it to John Taylor more? I don't know. Think about the question that I'm asking you. Look, look. I, 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 I screw up names. Patabo, Patobo underscore hammer is is torn because he understands exactly my questioning rice or bosa he's torn between the two i get it i'm torn i think joe montana was the greatest quarterback of the 49ers i like steve young better but i think joe montana was the greatest quarterback in the league and the greatest quarterback for the 49ers of all time jerry rice is the greatest player to ever put on pads of all time but the most effective, the most dominant, the person that they got to put two to three people and pay the referees to not call holding, his name is Nick Bosa. 
he may just be the greatest defensive player of all time. And that's what we're going to allude to. Um, Rice, we got Bosa, Montana. And this is not a trick question. Like, I, it's preference, right? It's preference. No one's right or wrong. No one's right or wrong. Jerry Rice is my favorite player. But guys, I've seen Nick Bosa t- live five times in my lifetime. I've seen Jerry Rice live once, and I didn't see Joe Montana live once. I saw Steve Young. Guys, I, Nick Bosa is different. He leads the league with 14 and a half sacks. I don't know if he's in the clear race for defensive player of the year, but we got to talk about Nick Bosa and we got to talk about some of the things that he's been doing consistently well. And this is not because he got three sacks, three tackles, a forced fumble. No, 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 no. He's dominant every single game. And Nick Bosa is game planned against like, and, and and I'm not saying that they didn't game plan against Joe Montana or Jerry Rice. They try, listen, Jerry Rice, they tried to take Jerry Rice out. He was that smart to not get taken out. Did he get injured over time? But Jerry Rice lined up X, Y, and Z sort of kind of like what we saw Tyreek Hill did. Matter of fact, if Ty- and I'm not comparing him to Tyreek Hill, if the Dolphins didn't put Tyreek Hill in the slot, they wouldn't even score that touchdown. I'm just going to keep it above. I'm going to keep it above. I'm just going to keep it above. But we got to talk about how great Nick Bosa is. Uh, I missed Kali's question. Kali, uh, I'm sorry, because I, I don't have. Ah. Mm. This is a great question. And God dang, this is tough, right? Because Charles Haley might have been the scariest defensive edge. So so back in those days, the 49ers defenders were scary. I don't get scary from Nick Bosa. I just get dominant. I don't think Charles Haley, as scary as he is and as good as he was, is as dominant. I don't remember double teams. Like, I'm not saying that they didn't, but I don't remember them trying to double him as much. And Nick Bosa is currently doubled, tripled, chipped, held. It's just, he's just so dominant. He's strong. He's fast. He's, he's tough. He's tough. Mose has another good question. Bosa or Alden Smith before the BS? It's tough because I felt like Alden Smith's success was because of Justin Smith. Does that make sense? The way that Fangio and that 3-4 defense used to stunt. Teradone, where you at? Teradone, where you at? I teach you how to stunt. The way that defense was and the way he was able to stunt and whip around, go from out to in, in to out, get around, I think that was based off of, off of Justin. I'm with you, Gerard. I was trying to say it before you did because I knew you were going to say it because we great minds think alike. But it doesn't mean he wasn't good. Bosa has... Bosa was dominant. Hear hear me out. Nick Bosa was dominant. Okay, and that's the question. So Nick Bosa was dominant without help on the other side. The 49ers, I still feel like it's Nick Bosa and there's still a drop-off on the other side. Now, I love the fact when we had D4, but remember, he didn't be barely played Nick Bosa's rookie season. And then Nick Bosa ends up getting injured his sophomore year, and he comes back his third year. Should have been uh comeback player of the year, but he got negated by Joe Burrow, right? Right? Quarterbacks usually get the award. 
And now you got to talk about Nick Bosa's success because this kid is crazy. So Hurricane 774 asks, more dominant, and it's still Bosa. Justin Smith was amazing. What a free agent signing for the 49ers. They signed Justin Smith defensive, and we called him the Cowboy from the Cincinnati Bengals. We were able to get him. Uh, and then him and Alden Smith, a.k.a. what Ms. Debbie just said, the Smith brothers, they were they were a lock. Like those two together, and then it freed up. Who Somebody put it in here. And then it freed up the other side. Craig Harris, you are on point. I didn't think anybody even remember Amar Brooks. Matter of fact, we were talking about Amar Brooks the other day because I, who was I with? Must have been like a silly Saints fan. And I was just telling them how like, you know, the majority of those wins that they got against that 49ers team was because of Drew Brees just getting calls. Like that phantom Ahmad Brooks hit him in the helmet call and clearly didn't. And it was just what it is. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that. You got you guys, guys, you got to start really uh, embracing that. The I tell you what, it's not that Nick Bosa is greater than Joe Montana or Joe Montana is greater than Jerry. It's not that. Let's just talk about Nick Bosa might be the greatest draft pick of the 49ers, like in this decade, like in, in this, you know, in this era, because without Nick Bosa, the defense doesn't unlock. Like, you get what I'm saying? So Nick Bosa is the activator, and it allows the defense to play so well. It allows the defenses to take chances. It allows defenses to jump routes. It allows defenses to do certain things. That's what Nick Bosa does. And so when you want to talk about why the 49ers defense is number one, well, it starts with Nick, and then it just trickles back. And you hear Fred, and don't get it twisted. You know Fred Warner's my favorite player. It it. And it, it ignites Fred Warner to just be the greatest linebacker out there who can see the field, who can run the field, who can call the plays because he doesn't have to worry about the front and Nick Bosa. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be something cool, man, to to just watch and and watch it continue to grow. Now Nick Bosa, 14 and a half sacks, does. And here's the question: Which one do you prefer? I'm going to ask it right here on the chat. Which do you prefer? And it's going to pick one, so don't say both because I know y'all cheating. Bosa, I'm not going to say it out loud. Ladies and gentlemen, while we take this small, silent break, we definitely want to bring you a quick word from our sponsor. Guys, again, make sure you guys go ahead and check out Residency. Go to www.residency.com. Use the promo code SFBreezy, and you can save on your total purchase. Uh, you know, just tell them Breezy sent you, you know, like Blanco. Uh, shoot. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Can you see me now? I we here now, baby. Now, listen, oh man, what a struggle! If you get if something happens to the job, you know what I'm saying just tell him this is my fault. No, 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 no. Yeah, I just I I'm mean, just saying. I just want you I'm, to know. But it's I'm good the to boss at work, so uh, I just have to check in with myself. So, all right, here's the ultimate question, yo. Which do you prefer? You jumping right into it. You ready? Both yeah. are breaking the sack record, or both are winning defensive player of the year. You can only pick one. Only pick one. Because a lot of people are going to say both. 
Uh, I think I'm going with defensive player of the year. See, I'm going with the sack record, bro. No, but I, I'll tell you why, but I want to hear why you going with the DOPY. I'm going to go with DOPO or DPO, DOPY because I think if he gets defensive player of the year, it's going to be because he got the sack record. So there, <laughs> therefore, it's a twofer. <laughs> you, so let me tell you how much you're a fit on this show. They call me the king of stipulations. You just came on my show and stipulated me with the stipulation, bro. You rock, man. Shout out to my man, Travis King. Round of applause, man. Glad to have you in the house. Here's the thing, Glad bro. Glad to be here, man. I'm just going to – look, I don't care about the – so I'm going with the sack worker. I'm, that's my stipulation because if he gets the sack worker, he better be named the defensive player of the year because do you know how hard it is to break that number? Who owns the sack worker, too? Is it still Michael Strahan? Yes, or did TJ Watt do it? I think it's Strahan's too. I don't know. Is it 22 and a half? Yeah, 22 and a half or something. But either way, I think he's going to break that multiple times throughout his career. The guy, the guy's a young stud, and he's he's missed a, he's missed a full season, basically, and he's still the most dominant player in the game besides Trent Williams, in my opinion. I think he's going to – by the time he's, he's done, he's going to have a 26 sack season. 26 sacks? Yeah, it's coming. Wait, the fact that you said that he's gonna break it multiple times, people looking at me because I can't, I can't spell. So it's defensive player of year. There it is. Because I know yeah. people, they, they, they like to make sure I spell correct and do all that type of stuff. They don't know how hard it is to produce a show, host a show, run the show. Right. They, they don't get it. They just the people on TV. They have like a staff of fifteen people. You let them know, T. Let them know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just me and three others, and they ain't chilling at work watching yeah. the show right now. I'm sitting here trying to boom, 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 boom. Yeah, boom. yeah, yeah. Uh, man, but nah, listen, man. It's good to have you on here. We always talk 49ers off the air. Um, now, before we get into some 49er talk, I brought you in with that question just to break the ice. We got to talk a little bit about you. Uh, there's some people out here, some of my fans that may not know who you are, what it is that you do. Um you know what I'm saying? But I do. Uh, and if you you already know, I, I, I text you all the time, yo, whenever that song, your song come on, and you got multiple records, but it's something about the bop of that 49er faithful ride with me song. It's a trance, it's a bop. The 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 melodic flow is perfect. It just gets me into the right mood. I don't care where I am. So we want to talk a little bit about that. But let's right. start you off, man. Let's let's let everybody know like like who you are and 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 how did you become like the Travis King? I've just been a 49er fan my whole life, uh, born and raised, repping the red and gold with my father. He he brought me to my first game when I was still in diapers at Candlestick, and I, I've i just been a fan ever since, man. Um, I made the 49er favorite song just for fun, for my homies and I. I'm, no. Yeah. Like, I used to be a, uh, an inspired musician many many years ago and then i i put what that <laughs> i put that life behind me um, club. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh you know during the 2019 run the super bowl run i pulled my mic out of the closet just made a song for fun and threw it up on youtube and like three days later I had like seventy thousand plays and just it's crazy wait a minute so this happened as just you know what? Let me just let, let me just have some fun with my with my with my with my crew. I'm gonna yeah. put it out. Wow, 
So it wasn't yeah. planned. It wasn't like, wow. Yeah. Organic. Wow. I, I wrote the song on a Saturday, recorded it on a Sunday when I got home from work, threw it up on Monday, and by Wednesday it was. Wow, wow. That yeah. I, I'm I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm I'm amazed, bro. Because it's just like you know, you said you used to be an inspired musician, and they do what? Do you play any instruments? Nah, I, I consider my 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 vocal Absolutely. cord my instrument. Absolutely, <laughs> and I I gotta go get mine like uh, checked out. I think after football season, y'all not gonna hear from me for about two three months because I just because wedding season will start picking back up. I gotta I ate it right, man. That's how we make some money, but uh. But nah, man, listen, I appreciate you for jumping on here, man, because um, I want the world just to know more about you, what it is you bring. You do a lot for the community. We saw you did your raffle, uh, your giveaway, excuse me, yesterday. You were yeah. giving away tons of CMC jerseys. You got the CMC song. Let's talk about that. Like, how did that come about, bro? I'm a, I've been a, I play fantasy football, so I've always been a big fan of CMC because he's been if anyone plays fantasy football, you know when yes, CMC is not injured, he's the number one overall drafted player. PPR. <laughs> yeah. I you put that in there. PPR. He's always number one if he's yeah. not injured. Yeah. Yep. So I've been a CMC fan. Uh, obviously, I'm from Cali. He went to Stanford. So that's in my backyard. And uh, when he came to the Niners, I got several DMs of – you know, fans, supporters, the faithful, they 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 were they requested a CMC song. And at first I was like, nah, I already got a Debo song and a Kittle song. And I don't really want to get in the habit of just making a bunch of player songs and, and coming off corny. But the I give the fans what they want. They wanted it, so I made it. And I decided to go with the rock style instead of a hip-hop style. Because I, I that's what I was when I was younger. I was in a band. And I was a lead vocalist of a, a hip hop rock band. Nice. And so I brought my roots back out for that one. So I mean, uh, you know, there's different types of rock. So I'm a grunge rock guy because I'm from the '90s. Like, I mean, I'm from the '80s, but the '90s rock was really cool. You still had your classic rock, like your Guns and Roses. But when Nirvana hit the scene, mm -hmm. it just it just changed my whole life. Cause I could scream, mm -hmm. but still sound melodic. That's what that's what Kurt Cobain did. Like you know, and yeah. so it was it was something that really stuck with me. So whenever I'm doing a show, it's funny. I'll do I at a wedding, right? And so mm -hmm. like you won't think that people want to hear because the words, the lyrics are kind of like you know, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> come on, there's a big mosh pit. I'm jumping in it. Here we are, yo. It's so yeah. dope, you know the song gets you going. Matter of fact, if I was a player. That might be in my rotation of something that I get hyped up to because it kind of goes mellow and then it comes out and it builds yep. up. And then when the chorus drops, it's the full drums and everything like that. So uh, one of my favorite rock groups of all time, uh, Nirvana, for sure. Uh, but let's talk some. Uh, let's talk about these 49ers, man, because uh, I was trying to meet up with you this weekend. Unfortunately, one of my days got cut short due to travel. So it's I didn't all good. I know how it is. Didn't get to see Raj. Didn't get to see a lot of the people, Coach Cruz, whatever. But if you did come out to the, the podcast, uh, the Rush podcast, I did get a chance to meet you guys at the tailgate. But let's talk about this game. Let's go dig back into this game. Uh, I want you to give me your insight on what you saw uh, and, and what you feel like can be better. We already talked about the injuries and things like that. But let's tell me a little bit about, give us a quick recap, you know, the 49ers and Dolphins. Because last time I checked, bro, 
We were supposed to get punched in the mouth, which we mm. did. We did, you know. 49ers are fighters, though. You know what I'm saying? You get the first punch. If you don't knock us out, yeah. good luck, because this is a yep. fight. <laughs> Uh, I was at the game as well, so it's a little bit – you don't get to see as much at the game as you can when you Thank watch you. on TV. Um, so my initial reaction to Brock Purdy coming in and watching him, um, I didn't think he looked the greatest. But when I came home and I got to watch some tape and, and see, see, you know, the, the film – I'm mm-hmm. actually pretty impressed with Brock Purdy, and I, I understand now why the Niners drafted him. Yes. You can see it. it it's, yeah. it's it's the way he, it's his up the way he's built to yeah. play in this system. Yeah. You know Obviously, I mean? it's detrimental to lose Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, he's a winner. However, he gets it done. I know some of his stats are skewed. You know, the team around him, all the, all the all pros and things of that nature. But, uh, like Jerry Rice said, it's got to be next man up. And if you're a 49er faithful fan, you know, you, you got to rock with whoever's behind center, regardless if you agree or disagree, whether you're a Trey Lance fan, a Jimmy G guy, right now you got to be a Brock Purdy guy. And, hey, and that's how it is. And that's ex- what what Travis King just said, y'all, is what we need to do. We need to get behind this guy, support him. Uh, some of the things that I like about him, you know, it's just his, his demeanor, like off the field. Like he spoke the presser. I got an actual clip from the presser. Let's go ahead and listen to it. Yeah, um, I feel like when we went off to the sideline and, you know, talked it over, um, just, you know, we had a plan of, you know, what we were going to try to do and how we're going to attack that. Um, and so, honestly, I have a lot of playmakers around me. You know, I just had to buy myself some time, get the ball out um, with whatever we had, you know, drawn up in, in certain situations. And so um, there's times where I feel like, I did, you know, fail a little bit, um, you know, not getting the ball out on time or making the right check. Um, but overall, man, I had a lot of help around me. And so uh, all the guys around me just helped me settle in and, and play my game. So the dude said that he failed a little bit. Like, and do you see, do you, are, you, are you sensing that the kid has some type of like humility? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, I want to get your thoughts. I'm not trying to preface what you to say. You say what you feel like you you got from that clip. I think the advantage to being Brock Purdy is that he hasn't been under the microscope and scrutinized like a Trey Lance has been. Right when you're when a team gives up multiple first round picks for you, and you're coming in to replace a quarterback that took you to a Super Bowl, like the camera's always on you, and they're micro managing or you know there, there's you have scrutiny over every single step every single pass you make and Brock Purdy hasn't had to deal with any of that he's basically flown underneath the radar because obviously he was the the 262nd pick in the draft the final pick in the draft no one's really worried about what Brock Purdy is doing in his off time and so he's been able to kind of just come in not be chased down by fans at the Marriott before games and 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 just learn the playbook and 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 just be the guy kind of like the fly on the wall within their quarterback room and I think there's huge advantage to that and so he's been able to really lock in and not have a billion people tagging him on Instagram stories and and, you know, telling him he's not this and he's not that. He's He's been able to focus and, and lock in. And when he finally did get his opportunity to come in, it looked like he was prepared for the moment. And that's 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 so huge. So yeah. I, I think I think he was ready. 
he didn't know he was coming in, but I'm sure within that organization and any football organization, they're telling their backups like, yo, you have to prepare for injuries and you might be thrusted in. And and Brock, I feel like he, he must have took that role serious and he, he took advantage of it at every level possible against a defense that blitzed the hell out of him oh, and tried did. and they tried to rattle him off and, and get him off his spot. And he hung in there 22 years old, you know, four year starter at Iowa state. He, you can tell that he had some game experience, obviously no NFL experience, but he, he, he lived up to the moment. Yeah. I mean, you could tell like, look, Brock Purdy, in my opinion, came in, uh, did what he was asked to do, also extended some plays, and then he made some boo-boos, right? And I'm not talking about just the interception. I'm talking missed throws. So I'm I I'm okay with interceptions, uh, depending on like where they're throwing the ball to. Like, was the was it the right read? It was man-to-man coverage, ball was underthrown, unfortunately, and it was picked off, right? Again, end of the half, like it was like a punt. It was there's so many yeah. things. I was more ups- like concerned about the wide open guys he missed, like the Brandon Ayuk and the George Kittle when they did the he did the rollout to the right and he got the first down. But damn, Kittle was just like, uh, there's not- still there's still nerves though, man. You got oh, for you know, sure. but you but you got. But here's the thing: if you're gonna be the man, you gotta expect the criticism that comes along with it, and it's gotta Absolutely. come on because it's constructive criticism, and we want you to be better. Right. And the only way you could be better is like what you said. You go watch the film and he acknowledged it. He said, man, I missed some throws. Matter of fact, he not only acknowledged it right here on the camera. There's a clip going around. Brandon Ayuk did an interview. Let's go yeah. ahead and watch this interview uh, with Brandon Ayuk on Brock Purdy. And he's going to tell you he wasn't expecting Brock Purdy to say what he said. But, man, the level of respect, because I got a question that did you see? Did you see the, the victory speech? From uh uh you know uh, Kyle Shanahan at the end of this game, did you see the look on Brandon Ayuk's face? What were like? Did you see the victory speech first and foremost? I uh, did not. Dag man, I don't have it to play it. Right. <laughs> so the victory speech, right? So they zoned in on Brandon Ayuk, and I'm gonna tell you right now, his demeanor, his facial expression was like, "Yo, man, get this guy out of here," because he missed. <laughs> He missed him wide open, right? Yeah. He's like, get this guy out of here. This is what Brandon and I, you had to say after. Jimmy G gets hurt now. You got Brock Purdy coming from Iowa State, who was the last pick of the draft. And you don't make these decisions. Baker Mayfield just gets released. And everybody, all the 49ers to claim him. Are you comfortable finish the rest of the season question, when Brock Purdy is in Give me Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, first of all, people want to talk about the, the, the performance he had. We're talking about a backup quarterback. You say Mr. Irrelevant, seventh-round draft pick, a quarterback in his rookie season. And he it's beyond how he played. It's the, the preparation throughout the week when you don't even think you have a chance to even touch the field. You still prepare to go out there and, and give yourself a chance to perform. That's he why played I well it. yesterday. He looked good that's, to me. That's why I can respect it. He gave himself a chance to perform because of the way that he prepared when he didn't even think there was a chance in hell that he was going to play. And when that moment came, he played well. And he came. even I came up to me, he came up to me earlier, just right before I came in here. Man, I miss you on a few things. That's on. That's on me. Just know, just know, I'm gonna get better, and I'm gonna feed you. As a receiver, I'm like, oh, I'm like, damn, you ain't gotta tell me. You gotta apologize to me, but I feel it. I like, I, I, I feel the energy. So it's like, I don't care who on the way we are, what they talking about out there. I'm let me rock. I'm rocking with DP for sure. Look, man. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk looked a little bit fired up. He looks like he like. 
you gotta you gotta see the victory speech and watch his you know his mannerisms and his facial expression and then to see him do this interview made me feel so much better because we was about to trash brand we was about to really break that down until that came out like mm-hmm. like literally because look brandon Ayuk is a guy that had to go through like what two three quarterbacks right so him yeah training in the offseason and i know a lot of people out there were like what are we talking about he trey lance was his guy and then Trey Lance gets hurt, and now he has to go with Jimmy. So now they got to kind of, like, relearn each other. And now you're talking about a guy who can potentially be, like, one of the top wide receivers in the league. You get what I'm saying? Now he's got to go through another transition from another quarterback. Uh, how do you think Brandon Ayuk is going to fare with Brock Purdy as the quarterback for the remaining games of the season? I think Brock Purdy – I mean, I'm sorry. I think Brandon Ayuk uh, – well, first of all, these – athletes are trained to answer questions certain ways right like you can't ah. you can't go on social media and bad talk your your teammates regardless if uh you agree or okay. disagree you got to okay. stand behind them but with that being said i do sense some um i, I think brandon i really meant that um there's there's sometimes i watch interviews and i'm like yeah he's just saying that because that's that's the, you know the appropriate thing to say and you know but I, I think Brandon Ayuk, A, for himself, has a lot to prove because of his somewhat disappointing season last year. And I think Brandon Ayuk is turning into wide receiver number one. Like, I'm not knocking Debo, but they have different skill sets and they're they're used differently in this offense. And Brandon Ayuk is, is an absolute monster, and I'm so happy that he's on the 49ers, and I think he's just getting better and better every week. His route running is disgusting, and he's creating separation, which is what he wasn't really doing as much last year, as um, which is why Kyle, Kyle Shanahan somewhat put him in the doghouse, and you've heard those stories about that. Mm-hmm. But as long as he continues to create separation and doesn't give up on plays, and even if he's not scripted in that play, you know, he's still out there blocking and, and does what he needs to do to get open. Brock Purdy's more mobile than Jimmy Garoppolo and will be able to get outside the pocket. And and when plays, when plays break down, I think Brandon Ayuk is going to find himself in a position to to be a target for Brock. That's a good point. And here, here's another thing I would like to see from Brandon Ayuk. I would like to see him readjust, right? And so, like, if Purdy's out on the scramble, can Brandon Ayuk find a way to readjust to go get that pass? We saw him do he that. Can. And that's the cool thing that I think we're going to get because we saw it the previous week with Jimmy Garoppolo. Remember, he was directing Ayuk, hey, just go. Yeah. This yep. right? And so now this is another notch of 49 49 football that we haven't really seen in a long time. Like everything is methodical. You got to be here at this time. You got to do this. We're starting to see some different things. And I think like you said, that Brock Purdy is going to give us that kind of like unknown factor. Like yeah. You don't really know what you're going to get with him. You said it. He's. I think he's a better athlete than 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 Jimmy Garoppolo hands down. Why? Just about the way he moves. Once he I starts mean, to understand his pocket awareness, he's going to be pretty nice. I Damn. mean, just, just off the of edge, yeah. Just off of age alone, he's only twenty-two, right? When you're twenty-two, you <laughs> you can move around a little bit. Jimmy Garoppolo's a little older. But I don't want like him moving, but like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he can move. He's a he statue, can. right? <laughs> <laughs> I love the guy. I love the guy, uh, Jimmy G. But uh, he, he, you know, he's a statue back there. Yeah, it, 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 it just happens with 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 age. Look, we're we're gonna play a game. 
right? I like to I like to have fun on the show. We're gonna play yay or nay. Now there are multiple reports out there that Baker Mayfield is being released from Carolina. People are asking, do we bring in Baker Mayfield uh, and things like that? So we're gonna play a game called yay or nay, and I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna <laughs> give you a list of quarterbacks, and you're gonna say yay or nay, and then tell us why. You ready for this? Just okay, go ahead. All right, so yay or nay, and then you tell us why. First quarterback, Baker Mayfield, Panthers. He's supposed to be released. Yay or nay? Nay. Nay. I think he's uh basically Johnny Manziel 2.0. Um, if they want to bring him in to be, you know, a third stringer, just in case Brock gets injured or something, because you know you have to prepare for the worst at all times. Um, you know, hopefully Brock doesn't go down, but I think we rock with Brock until the wheels fall off um but yeah if if you're looking to bring um baker in to compete and, and try to fight for that starting job I, I think it's best you just keep the noise and away and 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 just ride with brock right now okay all right i, I want to push back i don't I, go ahead know. man do it run it so 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 i right, look so i'm 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 gonna be on the yay side right and and the reason why I'm on the yay side is this. We know who we know who Baker Mayfield is. And I know a lot of people say that he might be, you know, some people say he'll be a distraction and this, that, and the third, or whatever, whatever. Well, I'll tell you what, he wasn't a distraction in Carolina. And they brought him into a crazy ass quarterback carousel where he had to go out and perform. He was injured somewhat this particular season, didn't look really well. And they keep rotating him, Sam Darnold, whatever, whatever, in the game. I think if you bring in Baker Mayfield. This isn't about quarterback competition. This is about securing another quarterback. Let me ask you this. Who the fuck, who's backing up Brock Purdy? Because I want Brock Purdy to get the snap. Who the hell is his backup? I mean, they brought they brought a, they brought the guy in from the Colts a, a couple of weeks ago, and then we just signed uh his name? Jacob John. Eason. So you Jacob Eason and 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 Josh Johnson. And I mean, you can <laughs> Baker, who's clearly better than them two. Is he better than Brock Purdy? Nah, but is he better than Eason? And here's the kicker. He's only $1.3 million. I say, go get him. Bring him in here. Let him learn the system. If something happens to Brock Purdy, because we can't act like we can't say the word if, because for some reason. I know, man. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to take it anywhere else. If, uh, I think uh, somebody in the chat said it, I can't remember. This is like an insurance policy. It's only going to cost you 1.3 mil. You bring him in, and God forbid if he has to come in the game, at least he can move. Now, I liked Baker Mayfield when he was with the Browns and he had OBJ. He looked decent. Matter of fact, they had a winning record that year. Now, let's take let's let's talk about who's on this offense. It's nothing but weapons. So if Baker can't come in and move the ball with this offense, then he should retire. But I feel like you bring them in. 1.3 million ain't going to hurt nobody. I don't yeah. care about next year. We're just talking about right now. Yeah, no, there's an argument for both sides. When when, I, when I'm asked questions like this, I literally just uh, defer to, uh, you know, I trust in Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch to just make the best decision for our organization and whatever they decide I'm going to rock with. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I bet you they'll find a way to be best friends. I, I feel like they'll figure it out. But you're right, Michael. <laughs> um, but nah, it's just, you know, it's all fun. So we, we got to get back to yay and nay. All right, so yay and nay, that's one. 
All right. The list going to get crazy. So don't get mad. Uh, word on the street is that the Colts may release Matt Ryan. Yeah or nay? I would rather have him than Baker. <laughs> I feel you. Preference. Really? Matt looked crazy this year. Yeah. Um, the coaching situation over there has been low-key a debacle. So. What the hell you think the coaching situation <laughs> is in Carolina? They ain't got no coach, Tommy. <laughs> they, like, they stink. Yeah. I mean, they just – I'm just I'm just riding with Brock, man. I think that's what it is for me. And for sure. For sure. I tell you what, all the people that I'm saying are going to back up Brock. How about that? Brock okay. is the guy. Everybody, me and Travis, Brock is the guy. I didn't call you Tommy. It was Martin reference. I, I hope you don't get mad. No, no, no. I got you. I got you. You're gonna be like his name, not Tommy. It's Travis. <laughs> I'm talking Martin, guys. Y'all know we do TV shows. Anyway, look, everybody that I'm gonna mention is going to be some the backup. The emergency okay. uh, policy, right? Okay. All right, here we go. So How about we, you give me some names and let me rank them? How about that? Okay, so I'll give you the... Ooh, so you... That's what I'm talking about. Let's do it. All right. So here, here, I got a list of... Hold on. I got a list of one, two, three, four, five, six names. You ready? Yeah. Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryans, Phillip Rivers, Colin Kaepernick, Drew Brees, RG3. Jesus, you got your, your name of players that aren't even in the league anymore. Hey, man, they I think these are some of the best fit options for the 49ers. If 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 Drew Brees is in any type of athletic state, if, I don't I don't know what his conditioning is these days. Uh, obviously, that has to be number one. Okay, you're ranking them. This is this is your ranking, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna clip this portion. Travis King's ranking of the quarterback <laughs> as an emergency policy, insurance policy. That's what it is. All right, so we got Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. Um, you said you, you also mentioned Kaepernick. You mentioned RG three, RG three, Drew Brees, Kaepernick, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan's. Now let me give you some stuff. Philip Rivers and Drew Brees are currently retired. RG3 is broadcasting. Kaepernick's just not in the league. And Panthers, Colts, I mean, Mayfield, Panthers, Ryan's, Colts. <clears throat> Man, I got to be politically correct with this answer so I don't piss anybody off. Uh, no, no, you don't. <laughs> not on this show. Uh, I'm going to go with Drew Brees just because he's had the greatest career, but only if he's in any any type of – it depends on his conditioning, man. But at the end of the day, it's Drew Brees. He he's he has a mastermind. He can read a defense uh, probably with one eye. I'm only concerned with one thing about Drew Brees. The, the one thing I'm not concerned is I don't care how old they are, the fact that they didn't play football. Like, that doesn't matter to me. The only thing that I'm concerned about with Drew Brees is, is he if he comes out of retirement, how much is his contract? I'm sure, he would, I'm sure he would come in for the low just to try to – Win a Super he Bowl. Can't, he can't if the Saints still own his rights, which oh. means you have to trade for him. So that, mm. yeah. So that that that's the only other than that. But you're not ranking off of that. You're ranking off. Yeah, of yeah. That. I was gonna say, are we ranking off the business decisions, or are we just nope. ranking? No off? business. No okay. bi. I'm gonna go Drew Brees. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have. Yeah, I like Fitz Magic too. No cap. Hey, we can add, we can add by, to this. 
Yeah, I, I, it's crazy because I've been saying that. Like, Fitzmatrick is drinking a six-pack of beer right now. He'll come he's, in and throw the ball for 400 yards. He'll throw two picks, but he's going to throw four touchdowns, too, for 400 yards and, and hit Brandon Ayuk on a slander fade all day. This is who I want. Cam? I just think Cam on this offense will give the 49ers just some, some like. If you bring him in as a running back, cool, but. Like at this point, all you need a quarterback to do is like hand off the ball and throw three yards. No, man. If you're gonna bring in a quarterback, you bring someone that's can sling the rock, bro. Sling right. the rock. I don't think we need a slinging at a rock to get to the playoffs because Brock Purdy nah, ain't not, slinging the rock. But as not long to as, not to like, win the playoffs. Those, if he could kick those quick slants like he was doing, we good. That's all we need. Quick slant guy. Here's my thing: the playbook that the Niners have seen, I feel like, has been this thin. Because of yeah, what the quarterback play, I, I love Jimmy G. I don't want to. I don't want to say a bunch of negative things about him, but he doesn't have a cannon, and he can't hit the guy deep downfield. So it makes the defenses shrink. They come in, okay. And then it, it when you have a quarterback that can slang the ball, that it has a cannon. When you have a Josh Allen, when you have a Lamar Jackson, when you have a Patrick Mahomes. You're playing chess, okay? You're reminding these defenses that if you cheat and you stack the box on this run game, I'm going to burn you over the top. And that's why we drafted Danny Gray. That's what Brandon Ayuk is supposed to do, okay? Yes, now, when you can't sling the rock like that, the, the field shrinks and and they're playing the the slants and, and the reads and, and, and they stack the box in the run game because the Niners, you know, were a run first team. That's why we drafted Trey Lance, in my opinion, was because he has a cannon and he can do all the, you know, the, the play this action. Is, this is just a past time, bro. Trey Lance is still your guy going forward. I'm just talking about insurance for five games plus playoffs. It's just insurance. This is not uh, they're going to be here next year type of thing. It's just, just you know. But still, if I'm bringing insurance, I'm just hey. If we're gonna bring in a big name or someone who's gonna rattle the news headlines, you you might as well do it with something that that really is gonna okay bring an attribute. So right. I'm gonna go with Drew Brees, and then That's because the they're still in the be, so because go ahead. Is Fitz Magic your number two? Because I like Fitz. Yeah, I like it, he wasn't on the list, but if he I had if, if I could throw him on the yeah. list, I'm putting Fitz Magic in. <laughs> and then because they're still in the league, even though. The, Matt if Ryan. I to, if I had to rank my favorite quarterbacks, this isn't the order that I would pick. But Matt Ryan. I got you. And, and then, then Baker. Okay. And then, and then pick, one, pick one out of the league guy. Here are your choices. You ready? One out of the league guy. Uh, not you already picked Drew Brees, but I'm talking about either Colin Kaepernick or RG3. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm going to get hate regardless of what I say here. Hey man, welcome to the world, bro. I know all Niner fans wanna wanna Why say. Why do Niner fans hate Colin Kaepernick? No, 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 no. They don't. They love Kaepernick. But what I don't like is everyone brings the political side in with the athletic side into it. To me, that means they hate him. It's no. like it's like I, I I put out a post on Twitter, right? I'm saying, yo, out of all the quarterbacks that are available, I'd rather have this guy, right? Because I mm. know. He got the cannon you asked for. He might not be able to dime you up. He get the ball down the field, and he could take off a run. And I, regardless of people saying, oh, the league could figure out, the league still ain't figured out Lamar Jackson. If the league ain't figured out Lamar Jackson, then you could tell that was all set up. 
right? It was all a setup. He could still outrun. Now, I get it. He's older, but so are some of these other guys we're talking about. So don't put age in there. Now, yeah, but the difference between Colin Kaepernick and uh, um, Lamar Jackson is look, Colin Kaepernick can only run north and south. He can't run east and west. East and west, correct. Lamar Jackson can – he is literally a cheat code in Madden. Correct. He, correct. he, he is – Correct. So, yeah, they're mobile. Maybe they can run a 40 at the same that's, time. That's the same Trey Lance speed. too, bro. If you, ever, if you looked at it, that's, that's kind of like the Trey Lance. He don't have the same speed as Cap. He's not an east-west guy either. Yeah, and but the difference between Trey Lance, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. You, someone could correct me in the chat, but Trey Lance is bigger. He's he's he's, he's, not, he's, like, a, he's like a linebacker playing quarterback. Cap was pretty. Cap was pretty solid. I mean, yeah, he was. He was. I think Cap was taller. Trey Lance is bigger. I think that's kind of what it is. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm just, you know, I at, when you, I love Colin Kaepernick as a person. Everything he stands for. Like I'm down with the whole movement, um, but, but as a fo- but as a football player, uh, I watched. I, I went to that game that Alex Smith got injured, and and Kaepernick was thrusted into the starting position. I was at that game at mm-hmm. Candlestick, and when defenses didn't have tape on them, um, yeah, he he was ahead of his time, especially with the with the mobility. And and but when, once they got tape on them, and they realized that. You know, it, if you play him underneath, he's going to overthrow his wide receivers every single time. He's got no touch. He'll literally throw a five-yard pass like Nolan Ryan, 90,000 miles an hour. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm. But he also wasn't he, – he also didn't get time to develop. They also did him dirty. They took away his offensive line. You're, like, there's a bunch of reasons why Cap didn't develop. So you're going off of your – like the last thing, like the one thing that stood out to you, and I know a lot of fans are going off the, the one thing they stood out to them. But guys, all these quarterbacks we're talking about have developed in the NFL. Colin Kaepernick didn't get the opportunity to develop. And when it was his turn to develop, they they did him real dirty. Like I'm talking Coach Harbaugh made him go under center. And I, I really think that was because of a bigger issue, more of, you know what, Trent, you think you pay cap? All right, cool. Let me show you what he can really do. Uh, and and so it's, it's so so out of caps. Hands. And then Trent took away the O line. Everybody left. He didn't sign yeah. anybody. Then he got hurt. So I'm not saying that he is good to do all the things that you said. Clearly he wasn't. He couldn't didn't have touch. I seen it. It was always a can. It was always a rocket. It was always fast. I'm with you 100. percent But damn, let this let him go somewhere. Like. This would be like a perfect situation, right? He could he could fucking underhand the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Just flick it. Do something. I don't know. You yeah, know. so so when it comes to you know the business side of things as well, like it's it, it's just too much outside. I think Kaepernick for sure should be in the NFL. Like okay. we're moving off, we're moving off topic, but I think not he really. should for sure. Really. I think he should for sure be in the NFL. Um, maybe not today because he's been out of the league so long, but I don't think he should have ever left the league. Like I feel like you know, when things went sour, he should have still been able to obtain a job somewhere. But the problem is, if I was a head coach, nothing personally against Kaepernick. Like, I just don't want the locker room. Yes. You know, yes. like it. Yes. I can like, understand this take. I really the, lo- the locker room was supposed to be sacred. You don't want all types of drama. The Niners are, you know, want, 
they're so then, they're used they're used to drama. Okay, this Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo drama has been going on for three years. Okay, so they're they're accustomed to drama, but you you do want to avoid it at all costs. And I just think that head coaches and GMs, it's not that they didn't want Kaepernick. It's just they didn't want the baggage that comes with it. Okay, I I I, I clearly agree. One thousand percent. Because the moment the new uh, regime came in, they were they 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 were going to deal with it, and they were ready to move on from it. Because people keep saying Blaine Gabbert beat out Colin Kaepernick. I want people to stop slapping. Stop. You talk about me stay off the drugs. Come on, guys. Like we knew what that was about. It was time the 49ers were trying to move on. They do it when they're ready to move on. They were. But that's all organizations, though. And but not all organizations try to find the best situation for you. They did that for Eric Reed, they did it for Colin Kaepernick, they do it for their players. That's the one thing I will give John and Kyle credit for. They they did it for Navarro Bowman. Like when it when they're ready to move on, they try to make sure that you got the best. They were gonna do it for Jimmy. Yeah, that's what they do. So look, it's not that Blaine Gabbert beat out Cap, it was that they were ready to move on and they were going to go with Blaine Gabbert. That was the I, decision that they I made. don't even really blame the organization. I blame people. I mm. blame I blame the the beat writers, the people who blew up the situation more than others. Like See, people don't want to people don't people don't they're not ready for the realness of this show, bro. Yeah, that it was the people that did that. It was it was the people who I get it. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. You know, he he knelt and then it, it turned it went from sports to to race to to hate to it, it became everything beyond the sport of football. And when and people like Michael Jordan said it best. I, I I'm not I'm not dealing with no politics. I just want to play basketball. Please play basketball. Like and and when you when you're dealing with other athletes who have nothing to do with that and and a head coach who had nothing like like it was it was the Kaepernick movement became way bigger than football and and people don't know to, how to handle those situations especially when you're in the moment and you're just trying to game plan for the next opponent and it 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 just it turned sports into political debates and and i just you know like i said i'm all for what everything cap stands for but i just think it, it, as, as a head coach and a gm they, they just didn't want to deal with all that and i don't think any any team wants to right and, and and that's why he's not playing in the league um uh is it akshay i hope i said it right he says i don't know why 2022 we're we're talking about cap colin kaepernick well i mean here's the thing Colin Kaepernick worked out this year, right? In 2022, that's what he did. He worked out for a team, and the Raiders decided to give him the workout. And I think it were a couple of other teams, and they kind of like declined him, right? They turned him down and whatever, whatever. I think the Raiders report were like, you know, he didn't look good or whatever. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we're bringing him up because the 49ers are in a situation where they're ready, they're willing to go with a Josh Johnson who did nothing in the NFL over a guy who's done something in the NFL. You get where I'm going with this? And and so that's kind of what I'm talking about. You got a guy that took you to a Super Bowl and NFC championships and a guy that's played on 35 teams in the league. And it's not a knock on Josh Johnson. It's just what it is. This is what he did. And so they'll sign him, but you won't sign this guy. What the hell has Josh Johnson done in this league, bro? I'm curious to know what Josh Johnson has done in the league. And now whatever he did, it ain't greater than Cap. And so this is not about cap. This is us just trying to figure out are the 49ers going to look to add others to this quarterback 
carousel we got going in San Francisco? Because if we're going to keep a spade a spade and keep it a buck, 49ers can't keep quarterbacks healthy. That's that's I didn't want to say it, but that's what's going on. Can't keep anybody healthy. <laughs> that's a whole nother story, yo. That's a whole nother story. So Cap is just brought up because he's sitting out there. I brought up RG3. We brought up Phillip Rivers. Nobody's saying he's too old to play. I want the Saints to release Jameis Winston. Hey, I would love that. And I think that would be the perfect gunslinger to be in San Francisco. You want a guy that can sling the rock. That's who you want. Yeah, if I had, if I could wave a magic wand, that's actually what I would prefer. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. So this is not a. Uh, I know a lot of people are like Colin Kaepernick. This is not a Colin Kaepernick episode. It's just more like he's still. Uh, and I don't know if GSU for life is is keeping it a uh, like you know usually you do, but he's still relevant. Like it is. It doesn't matter if he's 35, 36. You want to get a 43 year old Drew Brees, or a 42 year old Philip Rivers. All right, hey, hey, Wayne. About thirty-six-year-old Colin Kaepernick. Help me understand that. Breezy. You're right, Shades. He has been on. (laughs) I just want to know what he's done. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Trav. All right, hey. So, I'm a I'm a pretty uh, I feel critical. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I usually start with the, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. You know, okay. when Brock came in, my initial, my knee, my knee-jerk reaction was, yo, we got to go get somebody. Like, there's no way this last draft pick is about to take this Super Bowl-caliber team to the Super Bowl. Like, that was just my gut reaction, right? That should have been everybody's gut reaction. And what's wrong with that? Nah, what's wrong with having that reaction. No, nah, there's nothing wrong with it, but then then you got to start processing and start okay look and looking at tape. I have a roommate. He, I came home from the game. He was the advocate of Brock Purdy, and I'm like, he was also he's also the person who told me about Trey Lance before I heard anybody talking about Trey Lance. Like fresh out of college, before the draft, uh, combine, all that. He was like, no, nah, Trey Lance is a guy that I don't to go get Trey Lance. I'm like, what? He's a small school guy, played a few games, like you're tripping. And I started watching tape and I started looking at things. I became a Trey Lance fan. So now I'm doing the same thing with Brock Purdy. And so I went I went and did some research and I started looking at his college career. Let me give y'all some numbers real quick, okay? So I can I, I'm not trying to compare him, but the closest thing that I could find is uh someone who I see is similar as far as mobility, pocket presence. Uh, with the big name is Trevor Lawrence. Okay, so I'm going to compare Brock Purdy to Trevor Lawrence. All right, I got some numbers for you. All right, Trevor Lawrence, obviously, Breezy, you can vouch. Was he not a high prospect coming out of college? Number one. And he was compared to what, like maybe the next Andrew Luck? Mm-hmm. I would say that. So Trevor Lawrence's completion percentage in college was 66.6 percentage. All right. Now, granted, he played in the ACC, and Brock Purdy played in the Big 12, which is a more collegiate uh, division. Or, mm-hmm. But Brock Purdy completed 67.7%, so he has a better completion percent. Trevor Lawrence's average uh, air yardage per pass is 8.9, Brock Purdy 8.3. Okay. Touchdowns, Trevor Lawrence 90, Brock Purdy 81. Interceptions get a little slided. Trevor Lawrence had 17. The Brock Purdy's 33. I say all this to say that I think Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have done a 
most of the time a pretty good job with the draft. And the fact that they found this guy, I think that they have a, a gem, a, a little gem. And they seem confident in him and they seem excited and they do this for a living 24 hours a day trust me i don't think anybody wants to win a super bowl more than kyle shanahan does and i don't think he's sitting here like oh this is all we got so screw it let's just throw this guy out there like they see something in him, and when you watch that film especially when you see players like that kill over the middle when the when the defense uh the defensive line stacked the box there was six on our five they blitzed the db brock purdy Sees the blitz coming, he hangs tight in the pocket, delivers it right over the linebacker to George Kittle. He takes the hit on purpose and delivers that ball mm-hmm. right exactly where it needs to be. And you can't teach things like that. I got you, bro. But it's not fair that we give Brock Purdy all this credit and don't ask about the C word like consistency. Because I it, it so can Brock Purdy hit throws? Yep. Yeah, we watched it. The question is, will he be able to sustain it, stay healthy, continue to do it? And 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 that's what's gonna happen once the defenses start watching tape, yeah, yeah, film on Brock Purdy and looking at his tendencies. Oh, he likes to roll to the left, he likes to roll to the right, he likes to do this, he's gonna try to get this out. And this is not a knock on him. We got five games left. With some pretty tough defenses, we got. Uh, uh, let's go in order. You ready? Tampa Bay, Seattle. These are good defenses. Top 10 defenses we're talking about. Brock Purdy did this against the 28th ranked defense in the league, but nobody cares. They, they're they not a good defense. And it's not, it's not a shot at him. The question is, he's going to see more. You said that they blitzed him a lot in this game, bro. <laughs> Man, listen, they're coming after Brock. And Brock... I don't want the fans to turn on this kid because he is it's still new to him. He's still processing it. I feel like yeah. they're so unfair. But they're going to. The moment he has one bad game or throws a bad interception or does, and they do it to everybody. Like Trey Lance won't give, they won't give him the, the time of the day of a chance because the expectations and he was drafted high. But yeah. Brock Purdy, don't nobody care. He make a mistake. Oh, he's a seven round pick. He's Mr. Yeah, Rowe. exactly. What you? Know. I mean, let's. But let's all let's. Okay, let's remind ourselves this wasn't the situation we wanted to be in. Right. Correct. This this is just a situation. These are the cards that were dealt. This is a third string quarterback, who is a rookie. Okay, so we, it's not like Kyle Shanahan came into the season saying, hey, so by the way, guys, we're going to start Trey, we're going to move on to Jimmy, and then we're going to go on to Brock, and Brock's going to take us to the promised land. Like, I don't, I'm pretty sure that was never in their game script. Never was. No. So, uh, but nonetheless, we still have a Super Bowl caliber team. 100%. And if any, if, if any rookie, if any Mr. Irrelevant, if any unexperienced quarterback can be successful, this is – the place to do it but they didn't say that about trey lance bro that's fucked up it's pa- it's way past the hour yeah mark. yeah but that but that's what that's what goes back to what i'm saying it's it's the level of expectation and no and no, no, I- no, 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 no 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 fuck that that sorry guys i know it's even more <laughs> but that's where it's unfair like i oh, agree with you blame the media bro don't blame kyle blame the media I'm blame the fans kyle. i'm asking the- us why is it that it's it's trey can't make any mistakes but then it's okay if Brock 
makes the mistakes. Trey had the same team, same thing, and had way less experience. I agree with you, bro, 100%. I know, I'm not yelling at you, it's, bro. It's the media, bro. It's the fans. It's the fans that uh, don't understand how this works. People are so accustomed in 2022 to everything just work like this. You turn your laptop on, you open your Instagram, you you know, you whatever it is, bro, it starts like that, and it works the way you bought it, okay? So that that's what – if you look back at the, at the NFL, bro, Every quarterback takes at least three years to develop. Look okay. at Justin Fields right now. Yep. Okay. Look at Josh Allen, who I think is the best quarterback in the league. His first year, he almost got benched, dropped, replaced, whatever okay. you want. Second year, uh, still sure that's not the guy. Third year, boom. Now he's the, the best quarterback in the league. All right. Not everyone's Patrick Mahomes where you just come in your first year and you're just that guy. All right. It, it doesn't happen that way. All I'm saying is, and you're right, like, right. You're right. And and this is, you look, I, my show is to address the fans, dress the media. Like, I don't really care about any can't back. Can't, I don't give a fuck about that stuff. I, I was, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, I want Brock to be successful. Why? I do too. He's the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. So I want him to be successful. And you just said he's built with the team. He's built with the team that's surrounding him. I, I just listened to matter of fact, let, let's go ahead and listen to Fred Warner. Do I got the clip? We got to play Fred Warner's clip. We're gonna end I like this clip. Live. I yeah, like this, this clip. I like this clip. Let's let me make sure I got it in the pay. Because this clip from a deep for a defensive player to give this type of canter about his, his his teammate made me feel special. And we're talking about the captain, might be the, the, the captain of the team, not just the defense. Let's listen to Fred Warner. No, not at all. You know, I, I think. Obviously, I, if you ask anybody how I feel about Brock Purdy, like I have the most respect and, and confidence in him because I see him every single day, you know, on the, on the scout team, the way, that he, the way that he comes out and prepares and competes, the confidence he has, the swag he has. Like, I got, I got all the confidence in the world in Purdy. And that's a lot, it's a lot to ask of a rookie, you know, obviously being thrust into the, in the position he's in. But at the same time, he doesn't have to do too much. You know, he has so many weapons on that side of the ball to just get the ball to. And his job is just to protect the football. You know, we, we have a really good offense. And so um, he's he's in the best position possible. Yep. And that's Back. it. That's it. So, Say less. So going for it, right? Five games left. Why do I still feel like we go 5-0? and Because we have the most star-studded squad in the league. That's why you feel that way. And, and 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 I'm confident in this kid named Brock Purdy. What made me more confident, I did the same thing you did. Matter of fact, before the game, I was like, as much as I like him, I don't want to see him play yet. Because I don't know if the defenses are going to try to kill him. I mean, he looked bad against the Chiefs, though. He looked horrible against the Chiefs. So I have context to why I did not want to see him play yet. Mm -hmm. Right? And so now he comes into this game and that Chiefs game, that experience elevated his play. What? Yeah. So can you imagine what more and more experience is going to do to this young kid? The best experience is game time experience. <sighs> Man, what a show, bro. Like, Trav, uh, I think people want to see more of us 
So I got to figure out a time that's good for you and I'll make time so we could just do something weekly because that's what y'all want, right? I know that's what they want. <laughs> that's what they want. So we're going to yeah. figure that out because you are a freaking A plus, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. I'm, hey, and just so you know, man, I'm a big fan of your show. I, wa I watch your, your Wayne Breezy show. I enjoy it. I think you're, you're very charismatic. You got a great personality. Um, you, you do a good job running this show. Your Thank your you, supporters bro. are great, man. So so keep keep plugging forward. We need more content from from you. Now, before we jump off here, uh, I got I'm gonna do some. I gotta read the contributions. A lot of people gave super chats, but can you just do all your social plugs, man? Let everybody know where they could go right now, guys. If y'all out there, y'all moderators, can you grab the link uh, for his channel? Please put it inside. Um, of the channel. I don't care if it's one of the video links or his actual YouTube uh, link, but go ahead, Trav. You got the floor, bro. You can get everything on my website, TravisKingMusic.com. Simple. You can find all my social media, all my music videos, TravisKingMusic.com. Run it. Dang. TravisKingMusic.com, guys. Make sure it'll be in the link in the description of the show as well. I'll make sure I'll put it in there for you guys to just click on it. But, Trav, let's get to these contributions because they might have asked, like, a question or whatever. Um, we already answered that, Kali. Uh, we'll start with Delvin. Welcome for the contributors. We appreciate you guys. If Kyle wants to win his first Super Bowl title, he's got to hit the NFL with a boom in the postseason. Take the cuffs off of Trey Lance. Then, so I'm thinking what Delvin is saying is, Trey should be good to go come the postseason. Is this when Kyle unleashes the boom? Get my DMX on. They keep saying they're not going to bring him back, which I am i don't understand. The initial uh, report, the medical report said that Trey Lance would be out 10 to 12 weeks. We're at week 11 right now. I don't know if that's changed. I don't, I don't know. I haven't. I was told that after the, the game, because, you know, Breezy, you and I were at the Miami game, so we didn't get to see the press conference. Right. But I was, I was told that that Kyle Shanahan said basically, no. "There's no way he's coming back." That's and so, if he's medically clear to come back, and they don't bring him back, I'm I'm unhappy about that. Yeah, we gotta question it, right? Yeah, I'm, I, I don't. I that doesn't we make love sense. Our coach, but Kyle, you got means, I, even if he's means, a backup, I don't care. Bring him back. Put him in pads. I'm with you. I, I, I'm with you 100%. There's nothing else I need to add to that. Eddie G says Brock threw that second TD and the finger guns were out. I love it. He's so poised for the moment. Uh, Baker, not needed. Love your music, T. King. Love your music. Thank you, uh, Eddie. Alberto, you can't leave Drew Luck off the table. So we were talking about the quarterbacks, uh, Andrew Luck. I don't think he wants to play football anymore, bro. Yeah, if Drew wants to come back, if he if he makes a statement that's like somewhere where he's like, "Yo, I've been working out, I'm in good shape, I had a year, almost a year off, my shoulders feeling good, I'm ready to rock, I want to come win a Super Bowl with the Niners." Come on. Oh, but if, but if he's sitting on the couch eating potato chips, watching the Wayne Breezy show, and not working out, then uh, nah, it's not gonna work. Just watch the show, eat the chips, and work out. Then you know what I'm saying? And then it cancel itself out. You know what I mean? Come on, Andrew Luck. Um, Javier, uh, respect to the defense. Purdy did his thing. This is a Miami Dolphin fan. Uh, it says respect to thank you for the contribution. It says respect to the defense. Purdy did his thing, man. You talked about it. Like he looked shaky at first, but then it got to the quick throw game, man. 
I don't know, pretty tight in the quick throw game, dog. Like, am I wrong? Hey, but like you said, we just need to see consistency. Ah, don't give me my words back. Don't do hey, that. But we had the same consistency issues with Jimmy. So I if he's know. not super consistent, then we're just back in the same boat that we started in. That means next week's show is going to be consistency. <laughs> Appreciate you for the contribution. Here's my brother, Sean. He says, Cap is not good anymore, period. How many years has he been out, out of a team meeting, let alone play, can't read a defense? Josh Johnson would play better. I Look, I respect everybody's opinions, man. And I'm not, I'm never right. I don't want to be right. I mean, we'll I just, never know if that's true or not. Right. So We'll just, we'll we'll just never know. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, let's go to his second contribution. He says, come on, let's say it. Jim was completely handcuffing the offense. Damn it, Sean. This was not a Jim bashing show. Uh, he was handcuffing this offense for years. As soon as he goes out, goes down, Purdy under center, sprint option, rolls out, better offense. Heaven uh, said no to that extension. So Sean talks in cryptic code sometimes, but I think I got everything he was saying. You want to touch on what he's talking about? Like this, the offense being more open, do you feel like Jimmy was handcuffing the offense? You know, uh, yeah, to a certain degree because I don't think Jimmy G has the big arm to make that big throw. And and like I said, it it the defense as a game of chess shrinks down, and they and and they're you know more compact on the field, and and it's harder to it's harder for wide receivers to slant and do fades when when the defense is so congested. So when when you have the arm, things spread out a little bit. It creates more. Um, running lanes for the wide receivers. So, so yeah, I, I can understand the Jimmy G dislike, but I, you, you know, Jimmy G is still a beast though. And he's, he's a, warrior, a leader. Bro. He's a leader. He's a warrior. So there's pros and cons. And you can say that about almost every quarterback in the NFL. There's only like five quarterbacks in the NFL who could do it all. And mm. if you don't have one of those five, then you're just like all the other teams. And, That's very, you know, very spot on, very spot on. Our guy Tommy, Tommy in the building. Tommy Nello, what's good? Tommy Nello, what's up, baby? Let's go. This is my guys. Love y'all, man. Tommy, I'm broke. Like, and you know why. But listen, Tommy, we appreciate you, man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know why, too. But nah, man. Um, wow. So we got to get to this poll question, and we're gonna jump up out of here because I try to keep the show to an hour. We had 300 and almost 50 votes, bro. Uh, what should the 49ers do? About what? About So what should the 49ers do about their quarterback situation? Play Purdy, release uh, Trey Lance from the from the IR, bring in a vet, or it doesn't matter, just focus on the D. Pause. <laughs> well, what was the votes? Just know when you come on this show, <laughs> I always have to say pause. I try to start the show with an unlimited pause because they catch me every single time. Um, look, 68% of the votes after one game says play Brock Purdy going forward. I, I was one of those votes. You mother scum, yo. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. They brought in Josh Johnson. I guess you could technically label him as the vet. Um, I would have voted release Trey off the IR. I mean, that's only that's only if we know that he's healthy, though. 
we that's so that they, that that they, vote they comes know. with a stipulation. Nah, they know, cuz they know. <laughs> I know Trey Lance ain't been seen practicing with the team, but Trey Lance probably he they know. Trey know, they know. Kyle Shanahan is is like skulls, bro. Super secret society. What's the okay? So tell me real quick. What's the advantage? What's the advantage to Kyle Shanahan lying to the fans, to lying to the press? It's not lying. It's it's it's, it's manipulating. Oh oh, you're saying that he's going to bring him back. He just won't tell nobody. Yes. Okay. Like, that's that's different. Like, that's they, different. They I, thought know. You were, I thought you were saying they're just gonna shaft him regardless if he can come back or not. Oh no 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 no. I I, I really so so like. I really feel like Kyle is just, you know, Kyle's the king of manipulation, and I love it. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to because you got to have that advantage, right? And sometimes that that helps you get the one up. I don't know what his role will be, but Can I, I ask you a question, have... or are we running out of time? No, you good? If Brock Purdy's playing well, okay. So first of all, if they bring Trey Lance, right if now. Trey Lance, if Trey Lance comes off the IR, you can't just start him like automatically, would you? Like. Like that game, that very next game? I, I wouldn't. You can, but I wouldn't. Okay, so let's let me let me just throw something out there and you tell me how you would handle the situation. Perfect. If Trey Lance, because obviously he's not coming back this week, right? So Purdy's gonna play this week against Brady. Mm-hmm. You, do you confirm or agree or disagree? Or I'm confirming, I agree with that. Okay. In the event, hypothetically. If Brock goes out and beats Tom Brady in his first ever start, and he's technically 2-0. and I know he didn't just start this game, but he came in very early in the game, okay? Mm-hmm. If he ends up being 2-0, and 3-0, and and you bring Trey back week 16, week, week 17, and this guy is 4-0, are you really going to tell me that you're going to pull Brock Purdy out the game and start Trey Lance? I never said that. I said release Trey Lance off the IR, cut some of them other guys as the quarterback, and now your quarterback room, God forbid, if something happens to Brock, Trey Lance can step back in. He knows the system. He's you don't think that there's going to be extreme scrutiny Absolutely. Under, under Trey Lance coming back and being a backup to Listen. this to Mr. Irrelevant? Bro, That's that just has bad business written all over it. I don't know if it adds bad business, but it adds great Fucking content. So I'm about content. I don't care about the business. <laughs> I'm talking about what's best for the Niners right now. But that, but but that would be best. But think about it, right? Because uh, the, he usually goes with the hot hand. Kyle didn't say that Trey wouldn't come back and start or whatever like that. And so does Trey need to start if the team is still successful? No. No, because the the the, the media, the fans, the oh, they're gonna chew it up. You Trey, all they're gonna all say is, yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then you're sitting him behind your seventh round draft pick because he won a couple of games and you have the best defense in the NFL. Hey, if you put yeah. Trey Lance come in, but yeah, bro, I could just see the news headlines right now. And it so was if, just if, if Kyle is trying to avoid that, then Trey won't see the light of the field for the remainder of the 2022 season. But God forbid Brock Purdy goes down, and I'm not saying he will. Or he plays like crap. Let's take that in consideration. Okay, yeah, let's take that into consideration. If he plays like crap, I, I, we got all the receipts, and I'm coming after all 230 of these motherfuckers in this chat. We got receipts. <laughs> because, look, I like Brock. I'm just curious to what some of these real good defensive coordinators are going to do. Ty Bowles is next, bro. And I don't care what nobody say about Tampa. They defense is tight. 
<laughs> they got it is, players. but it's not the same Bucks, man. It's not the same Bucks, but they it's they're always looking for a team to make mistakes. And I'm not saying we're gonna be that team, but we gotta bring our A game. And if yeah, we bring you have our to always A bring game, your A game against you know? Brady, it's still Tom Brady. I don't care what it's, anybody it's, says. So, so here's the thing: you don't want to get into a shootout with Brady, and you don't want to get into a close game with Brady. You just want to be whipping their ass. That's that's it. That way you ain't got to worry about him coming back in the fourth quarter. Your defense can still play lights out and go like ferocious dogs. Like, that's – the 49ers can beat the Bucs with uh, Brock Purdy at the quarterback. Brock just has to be on his A game, hit his throws. I don't think their secondary is as good, but I still think they front is good, and I think they got pretty good solid linebackers. Lamonte David and Devin White are freaking good. So at the end of the day, are that – has Brock's has Brock practiced against that? Hell yeah. Should Brock be good against that? Hell yeah. Because you heard Fred Warner say, I ain't worried about it. We got the best defense in the league, correct? Like, so you get what I'm saying? So this might be the best the Niners league. defense in history. Oh, see, people don't want to have that conversation. Like, they're not ready for that conversation. Listen, even with even with some injuries, even, even with some injuries, ending injuries. We're still this still no. might be the best defense. In Niners history, I'm not saying that the greatest defensive players are on the roster. I'm not going to ever negate Patrick Willis and Navarro no, Bowman. You can't. But I'm saying as a whole, because even in 2019, our cornerback situation was not the business. It was terrible. Yeah. Um. And now on all three levels of the defense, we we have Pro Bowl caliber players. So I got before we go. I got to address Jedi because. Shout out to Jedi. He's a subscriber and he's a real good friend, right? He told he's telling me to calm down with the Trey stuff. I, I Jedi, you got it. I don't know. Maybe I got my account got hacked, so you might not be able to go back and watch these shows, right? But if anyone knows me, I'm the only person that was sticking up for Kyle Shanahan, even using him in the run game. I said it's part of Trey's thing, is his ability to do stuff, and it was gonna open up what Kyle was trying to do. For the game, Trey got hurt from a freak injury. I didn't care about the frequency on how they were using the run. Trey would get what six to seven runs a game. I think that's kind of like what it was starting to average out to. Bro, he had like good. twelve or thirteen. <laughs> not, not in that game. Hold on, now we got to pull up the stats. Now no, he didn't. Get, not in that game because he got injured. But if he played the whole length of the game, he was averaging <laughs> like twelve rushes a game, bro. Was he? Yes, it's something insane. The Niners. I gotta look it up. Bro, it was a lot. But here's the thing. Like, I didn't care how Kyle was using Trey because we had to use Trey to his ability. It's, you don't get mad when you tell a quarterback that can't throw the ball down the field to just dink and dunk when they strong at dinking and dunking. And then when they throw it down the field, it's an interception. You're going to be like, why would you throw it down the field when you knew they're not good at it? Like, we can't get mad at little stuff like that. So I brought this up to say this. I, I didn't – I didn't think that Kyle mismanaged him. I felt like there could have been more outside runs. Regardless if he's outside or not, I felt like he could have used them that way opposed to running him up against the tackles. But Kyle's going to use his players how he wants. I, I, at the end of the day, hopefully he learns from it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, can't use Trey up the middle anymore. So we, we don't know. But I wasn't blaming Kyle. I didn't blame Kyle for anything. Hey, Team Cali said Trey got more run than Jordan Mason. <laughs> hey, no cap. I carries, say mean, carries. Yeah, to, for sure. Hey, hey, to say that, I think Jordan Mason is baby Marshawn. 
I got I've been a fan since before this season started. I I I said that Trey Mason, I mean that uh Trey Sermon, I said Trey Sermon was gonna get cut for Jordan Mason, and it happened. Jordan Mason is the truth, bro. Listen, you and and my man John Chapman have been on Jordan Mason like and I like it and I'm glad. Look, I, I got him comp me and Kylie. I think we're comping him to Marion Barber. I feel like he runs angry and aggressive. He doesn't have the same power as Marshawn yet. Bro, he's a monster. Bro. You he imagine, takes four people to tackle that guy. That's baby Marshawn. Can you imagine year three? <laughs> That's it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Breezy, your man Travis King. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Shout out to everybody that gave Super Chat contributions. We appreciate it. Travis and I are going to talk off, off the scene. We're going to try to figure out something, man. We, we at least do this once a month. At least give it to him once a month. Pause. Uh, we'll, we'll work on the schedule or whatnot. Trav, it's been great having you here. Everybody, you guys are the MVP. Stay up. Stay faithful. Two hours? Y'all got two hours on a Tuesday? What the f***? Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy this, breezy that. Lord. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know? Yeah. Breezy